Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Okay, right now it is the Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. Right now I'm talking with a band. Okay, you're going to have to help me with this. Is me. Perfect. Yeah, spot really? On. Just think of is the me Mario. And you're spot <laughs> on. Is the me. Is the yeah. me. Exactly. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, by the time you hear this, the album is out now. Uh, it is uh, out. It's called Leaving This World, Leaving It All Behind. It's out now on Satanic Royalty Records. Uh, you can pre-order the LP. It's uh, via streaming. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's out, man. So how are you guys feeling about it? Well, I'd say we're feeling like pretty happy about it. Um, I think all the songs, I mean, they're songs we've been holding on to for a little while. So it's kind of nice to finally put them out there and everything. But um, we're very happy with the compositions and the recordings and everything. So, yeah, could be more stoked about it, I'd say. Right on. Well, uh, let's before we jump into too much, uh, why don't we uh, go around the room? Tell tell me what your name is and what you do in Is The Me. <laughs> you start. Oh, uh, I'm Autumn. I do guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm Gabe. I play bass. I'm Brett. I also play guitar. I'm Nolan, and I play drums. And I'm Jacob, and I sing. Okay, so whoever wants to, uh, you know, start with this, I, I generally like to get the idea of, like, what's kind of like the origin story? Were you guys friends, uh, longtime friends, before you, you know, started playing together? How did you guys all meet up to, to start this band? And when? Well, I guess it's probably more so Nolan and Autumn stories than anyone else because yeah. they kind of started it. <laughs> cool. I guess that's us. Um, geez. Okay. So we had a mutual friend named Merrick way back in the day uh, who we originally started the band with. And way back when uh, we decided we wanted to do some sort of uh, atmospheric black metal sort of thing. And it really morphed into something else that we couldn't really describe. Um, and it was really just Autumn and I for a while because Merrick ended up leaving the band. Mm-hmm. And we wrote a good portion of our first album, uh, just the two of us, until we brought in more voices who then filled the whole album out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And so when you say like back in the day, how, how back in the day, what do you mean that by that? Oh, this was uh 2016. Yeah. 2016. Started. Hmm? November, okay. I believe, 26, 26. Yeah. yeah. Sometime in the fall and in, in the autumn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So, um, and then it leads up to you release, uh, your, I believe your first album on within the mind recordings, right. With that's uh, rat Kings label. Yeah. Yep. Right. Right. And now you're you're releasing this album or you've released this album with Satanic Royalty. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about what what brought you guys together with Satanic Royalty and, and Freiburger. Um, well, it's kind of interesting because we had uh, another label offer uh, at the time. Um, we just decided we wanted to go with something more small 
and local at the time. And Bry's been like really good to like help us out and get us like hooked up with a lot of good people. Like he's uh, pressing vinyl for us, got us hooked up with Billy Anderson for the recording. So he's done a lot of great stuff for us. Um, you know, he's doing a lot of good stuff for the scene and everything. So, uh, I mean, really started with like a Zoom interview similar to this one. He just kind of gave us a spiel and it sounded like something that we wanted to get into. And the rest is history after that. He kind of reached out to us like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, we we didn't exactly know like we was at the time. And he reached out and said, hey, I stumbled across you guys on Spotify and you guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's do something together. Yeah, it sounds like Freiburger. But he'd have yeah. a blunt in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know you guys were a Northwest band, but uh, where exactly in the Northwest are you guys located? Um, we're all kind of scattered about. Like we used to be a lot more scattered. Um, at one point, Jacob was in Camino Island. Uh, we're in Stanwood right now, which is where okay. we rehearse, and that's where Autumn lives. Um, I'm like North Seattle. Nolan's in Kenmore, and like. Now, now Gabe's in Kenmore. He used to be in Renton, so we used to be like very spread out. But now yeah. we're kind of all in the same area, except for Autumn. But um, <laughs> we still we still come up here to rehearse because it's a great rehearsal spot. Pretty much out in the woods. It's nice to make noise. Yeah, yeah. No noise complaints out here. Yeah. So your first album is released, and I think that's like right around when the pandemic starts. Like, right? You guys released that like pretty much right around when the pandemic started is that right yeah yeah no it, it was it was crazy timing like we could have never like foreseen like what was like gonna happen after that like um which in some ways is kind of nice because it like came out right before the pandemic so mm-hmm. we we're able to kind of like do the album release shows like put it out there do a little bit of like shows to promote it and everything like it would have been a shame if it happened like right when we dropped it so yeah. very very bizarre timing and we just had you know no idea what was coming how weird is it to think that you've released, you know, two albums now and it's pretty much just all been within this pandemic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. It, like, it feels like it's probably been like, I don't know, like a year since we released the last one, but it's been like way shorter than that. It's like time is kind of like expanded, but contracted at the same time. It feels like lots of time has passed, but no time has passed at the same For time. For sure. But, yeah. So a lot of these are still very much, you know, the same group of people in the same band. Yeah. And okay. I, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I, I think we've had time to like focus on like maturing our sound. Like it, it, it was kind of nice instead of like deciding maybe go on a tour that summer. Like we didn't have the opportunity to do that. And so we had a lot more time to just like fo- focus on the writing aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I was going to ask if like time away from playing live really kind of helped you, you know, helped your songwriting with this new album, but you kind of just answered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> c- c- certainly it did. Um, It also kind of like, uh, I mean, after a certain point, after you've just been like rehearsing these songs, like in the basement and everything, like after a while, it gets like a little bit like mundane. So there's definitely a period where we're just kind of like got a little bit burnt out on the songwriting thing. So you get some time to kind of like, you know, recoup and kind of like take a little of a break and then come back to it. But uh, yeah, it was definitely very helpful to have that like um, focus time for that. Cool. Well, uh, so when did you, when did you start writing these songs? Um, I mean, all at very different points of time. Uh, one of the songs uh, I wrote when I was like 21 and like, I've had like the audio recording of it for a while. So I kind of brought that one to the band and then which one was that? 
That was uh, it's, as it's as if it were. Yeah, that that was that was one I've I've like had for like a really really long time. So, um, and then the other ones you all just kind of wrote collaboratively during the pandemic, immediately yeah. after the last mm-hmm. album. So one of the songs I had in the works since the first album. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was the name. Yeah, what's the name of that one? <laughs> <laughs> we, still know, we still know our songs as the code names, not the actual song. No, I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of bands that do that, yeah. That song, you know, like, we still think of them as that rather than the actual album titles. For sure. So so this album, um, you get it written, and, and you're working on it and whatnot, and then uh, you get to go record it with Billy Anderson. Is that right? From Billy Anderson from Sleep. He, he has a studio in, in, in Portland. How was that? I'm, it must have been really cool. It was cool. That was an amazing experience. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And and he was really easy to work work with. Billy Anderson was wonderful to work with. He created a very chill atmosphere for us. He was very positive the whole time. He was funny. He was he was like making us laugh constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very much like we could just kind of like perform the songs and he just kind of would like uh, let us do our thing. He was kind of like hands off in a lot of ways. So he mm-hmm. very much let us kind of like take the quality control and everything. So, um, yeah, it was great. It made us like, um, yeah, just very relaxed going into the recording process. You really knew how to like push our own creativity too, which really helped the, the album in a way that I don't think we could have done on our own. <laughs> so, you know, some bands, they go into a studio, um, to record their album and everything's 100% written tight, ready to go you know not even you know any room to budge on it and then some people go in with you know most of it written and then a little bit of room to kind of write here and there how did you guys approach it and and were you guys like 100 locked in finished or uh i'd say like the actual songs and compositions themselves like all of them were like fully written but there are a few uh like i guess not a few i guess there's like one interlude we wrote like on the spot Mm -hmm. in the studio um, which you'll get to hear when it comes out, but uh, we were just kind of playing some chords on the piano, cool. and we got like uh, like a whole like recording of the room set up. So we had two mics on two pianos, and we just kind of like you know jammed it out and everything, and it turned out to be a really like uh, nice addition to the album that we didn't really anticipate before going in. Yeah, the best part about that was that was a a jam on the spot, like during a break for us in between recording and. Billy comes out of the other room while he's eating. He's like, we're recording that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Nice, man. Well, he had a good ear for it. You know, he was like, hey, what was that sound? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. Right on. Well, um, what stands out to you to you all about this album as opposed to the, to the one, uh, to your first album? Well, um, I guess maybe just like the songs and the compositions themselves. We felt like this was kind of like a step up in terms of like the intensity and like the mm-hmm. dynamics compared to the first one. Like the first one had a lot of dynamics, but this one was like a lot more intensity. There was like longer compositions and uh, I guess just like, uh, I don't know, just more dynamics in general. I don't mm-hmm. know like what other way to put it other than that. Um, one thing that was definitely different about this one that I really enjoyed. Um, the first one was very much more individually written between the songs and this album felt more collaborative between all of us. Mm-hmm. And I think that really benefited all the songs. I was also present during the writing of this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's different. The last one. Yeah. I, I, I joined before 
the first album was released, but after it was recorded. Oh, okay. So I wasn't a part of the writing. I don't, I, I don't play bass on that album. Um, but this album, I was actually, because I joined before we really started on this album, I was actually a part of it. And that was, that's been so much fun. Well, that would definitely stand out to you as a difference, I, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, uh, so if you don't mind, why don't you uh, let me know what what's the origin of the band name? Oh, so it, it's like uh, we we changed the spelling of it a little bit, but um, an isthmus spelled I I S T H M U S is like like a land bridge. You know, it's an it's an in between point. You know. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of is just like like s- symbolic of like the specific and the vagueness of of that, you know. Okay. What we also liked about it was it is talking about the connection itself, but it's also a connection between two larger parts, which we felt was uh, uh, a good explanation of the band because we do some. Uh, some darker parts, but also go into a more melodic side of things. And yeah, it, it, it felt right. Awesome. Right on. Well, I'm, I'm, I was curious about that, but now I know the origin. We're going to go into a song actually from the new album. And uh, the new album is called Leaving This World, Leaving It All Behind. You can stream it now. You can pre-order the LP. Uh, a little bit of a lag on the LPs uh, due to... You know, uh, you know, the supply chain and, and whatnot, but you can order it and you'll get it uh, maybe in a few months. But uh, so we're going to go into a song called The Sh- a Shout That Bursts Through the Silence of Unmeaning. This is off the new album. Is that right? Uh, that's actually off the first album. Oh, it's off the first album. My bad. Yeah, so, no worries. <laughs> so what made you want to choose this one for the for the feature? Um, we felt like it was kind of uh, we really liked the way that song turned out specifically on the first album. And it yeah. kind of gives like uh, an inkling to like where we are going on this album. There's like some similar like dynamic elements in that one with like the clean guitars and like switching back and forth between those. And just kind of like the way like the chord progressions are. It's it's like kind of a somewhat similar arrangement to like how some of the songs turn up on the next album, too. So it kind of has like the best of everything. So. All right. Well, here's from the first LP. This is uh, a shout that bursts through the silence of unmeaning. It's is me here on loud and local stay home session.
about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast uh that was a shout that burst through the silence of unmeaning from the first is me album you can stream that uh i believe copies are available are they are <laughs> physical copies available yeah vinyl and uh i guess just vinyl for now we don't have any uh cds or tapes left Right on, sold out, sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, man. Will you guys have any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, we have uh, Northwest Terror Fest coming yes. up on uh, June 30th. Epic. That's going to be freaking mm-hmm. awesome. You guys, uh, do you know Do you know what day you're playing? You said June 30th? Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday, June 30th. Yeah, very first one. That'll be a quality gig, man. That's That's a good one to look forward to. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know who you share the day with? I uh, Ms. Moore, yeah. Windhand, Ludicra, uh, Cornobog. Are they playing on that day? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not familiar with the last band, but the first few that you mentioned, I think, would really um, complement your guys' style. I would definitely say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, we we we're, we're pretty stoked with the lineup we're playing with on that day. That was that was the day we we're most stoked to be on for sure. Awesome. Well, um, I, I'm curious, uh, why don't we go around the room and, and I'll, I wanted to ask like, uh, what was the, uh, band or what was the, the artist that, you know, kind of influenced you to pick up an instrument and make you want to play music? Your first favorite band or, or musician. Autumn, let's start with you. Uh, first favorite. <laughs> oh, tough one. Even if what? it's embarrassing. Mine was no doubt. Nah. <laughs> I think I think mine's just a pretty normal like uh, mine would be Tool. Yeah, it's well, a good that, starter. Yeah, that was a band that really got me, especially into the progress side of things and the long songs and just yeah. 
drone drone out guitar sections. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the band that really made me want to become a musician was uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Really? Okay. And nice. that was before I even started playing bass. I actually did. I played piano and keyboards for um, a solid almost like 10 years. Awesome. Um, I'd say for me, probably Metallica. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like when I first started playing guitar, which is like uh, freshman year of high school, I just learned like every Metallica song and like nice. that kind of helped build up the chops and everything. And then, you know, the rest is history. I just saw Metallica in Las Vegas on Friday. It was yeah, awesome. I saw your, your yeah. singing down there. How was that? It was badass. It was really cool. It was it was a good experience. Um, getting back, at, flying out at six in the morning back to Seattle wasn't such a good experience. But hey, that's what a cheap, that's what a cheap flight is. Anyways, keep it going. Who who's next? That's me. Um... I guess it is rather embarrassing nowadays, but uh, <laughs> uh, back when Devil Driver's first album came out, that sure. was really what did it for me. Uh, yeah. the, drum, the drumming from John Boaclin really inspired me to go down the musical route there. It's not embarrassing. I, I, have you heard them recently? I remember the first time, I remember the first time uh, Devil Driver, I heard of Devil Driver. It was when they came through in support of Opeth at the, um, yeah, it was Opeth and Devil Driver. Can you imagine that lineup? That's weird. Uh, anyways, keep going. Um, I think for me, it was probably like um, the Stone Temple Pilots. Like I, I saw them play when I was like really young and knew mm-hmm. that like, it would be so much fun to like front a band. Right on. Okay. Well, uh, here's one more fun question here for you. What is the first band t-shirt you ever purchased? Oh gosh, I don't even know. If I know that one. Like, yeah. Mine again was no doubt. I got it from target. No, doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Tragic kingdom t-shirt when I was a little kid. Green day was mine. Green day. Okay. Nice. That's a good first little kid band shirt. I like it. Yeah, I'm trying to think what mine was. I think mine was just a Nirvana shirt with like yeah. the smiley face. Yeah. As far back as I can remember, I want to say Disturbed is probably a Disturbed t-shirt. It's probably the sickness. First one, yeah. <laughs> You're like a little kid going, ooh, ah, ah, ah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just running around the school just making that exact sound. Uh, first band shirt was at the, uh, the, the first show that I ever went to, which was devil driver uh suffocation and goat horror that's a sick first show mm-hmm. jesus christ seeing suffocation first thing that must have been mind-blowing when i saw that show <laughs> that's awesome you kind of look like the bassist from suffocation actually mm-hmm. i do yeah you do. <laughs> so oh, okay. i don't know what he looks like he looks like no he looks like no <laughs> <laughs> it's the long one yeah <laughs> and then i think we have one last person with the first band t-shirt i can't see you in the frame so oh yeah um, he's right here okay cool. <laughs> it's it, it probably the stone temple pilots okay nice first band t-shirts and the first band you loved right on makes sense uh cool right on well uh you know a lot of people listen to this uh to this podcast that might be you know just uh you know venturing into the world of trying to start a band do you guys have any uh advice at being a band that's put out two lps now 
you have any advice for kids that uh, want to start their own band? Play drums. They're impossible to find. <laughs> uh, no, the great answer. <laughs> play, play drums. drums and bass. Yeah. They don't exist. <laughs> yeah, you can, if, if you could do that, any band will want you. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Um, <laughs> have patience with other people. <laughs> Just start playing with friends. Like, you never know what 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 you'll make together yeah. and you'll really stumble upon something great every once in a while mm-hmm. force yourself into the right situations nice well just force of will just like yes just will it and uh you know just practice and write good songs right yeah, yeah. easier sure. said than done uh so uh, you guys are going to be playing june 30th at uh, northwest terror fest until then what's the best way to support you all um, I guess just like buy buy merch on Bandcamp. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind. Um, you know, buy things through Satanic Royalty. Um, and within the mind, we have like some merch on within the mind. Um, their label as well. So and they're great people to support. So, um, I think we have like some tapes through them and some T-shirts and maybe some CDs. I, I can't really remember exactly everything that they have. Right on. Well, uh, we're going to go into uh, the second song here. It's called The Shadows of Our Disillusionment. And this is from the new one, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's the first song off of it. Awesome. Well, Leaving This World, Leaving It All Behind is available now. Any final words for the Northwest audience before we let you go? I don't know. We're we're, we're a band of many words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well i'll i'll yeah, no, no, work pretty much yeah. i appreciate you guys uh taking time to uh chat about your new album it's available now here's the shadows of our disillusionment it's is me here on loud local stadium sessions
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.